<laughs> Shit. All right, well, hey, everybody, welcome back to your house, Our Rules. It is the boys featuring Andre, a.k.a. Smiles. How the hell are you, Andre? I'm pretty good. I'm uh, just vibing. Vibing. There we go. <laughs> just we out here vibing. today because we're going to be talking about a bunch of random theories and a bunch of craziness. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what we wanted to get necessarily started with. Today we um, have crazy hallucinogen type stories. On people on YouTube, we have black hole theory. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, I mean, YouTube I think, boxing fights. I think we, we should probably start out with the YouTube boxing because we did mention it on the last episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can just jump right into that. So, so yeah, as we mentioned last episode, Mayweather versus Paul ended up being just Mayweather punching him to death, basically for however many rounds it went. And yeah. then did Paul you watch it, Andre? Uh, I did not watch it. I saw a couple of highlights from it, but. Uh, I think uh, it was eight rounds that... Uh, yeah, it was eight rounds. And like you said, like he said, um, like Harmeyer said, uh, he got punched in the face quite a lot. Um, I saw at the ending statistic that uh, Mayweather threw half the punches. He threw like 100. Paul threw like 200. But the landing percentage for uh, Mayweather was 50%, and Logan Paul's was 10%. Yeah, so, it was a humongous so, difference. But I'll tell you what, when it came down to it, Logan didn't look real bad out there. No. He, he didn't get knocked out. He lasted all eight rounds with the the guy who, like, Mayweather has, like, this thing where he would do during his training when he was, like, a professional boxer, like, at the top of his game, where he would do, like, 25-minute rounds or something as his cardio. To, yeah, that to doesn't surprise me. Yeah, his cardio it, was literally like some ridiculous maybe shit like greatest that. ever. Yeah. But, I, yeah, no, I, I didn't even watch the fight. I just kind of followed YouTube along as it was going. Mm-hmm. And the big thing, so there was also a conspiracy theory on Logan Paul getting knocked out. Because yeah. there is a video out there of Logan if, if Paul, like, kind of... Half in and out, he like gets leaning on Floyd. He gets rocked and he like kind of leans. Now, if you know what the fuck you're talking about or like have any type of common sense whatsoever, you realize that he did not get knocked out at all. Yeah, that's just like a boxing thing. Yeah, and if you're if you, the like Logan Paul is actually a legitimate wrestler, and if you watch the Joe Rogan podcast about like that that specific moment in the thing, Joe Rogan, who we all know is like a huge MMA guy, a huge fighting guy. He, he talks about when he's pulling him down, he has his arm locked and he's pulling Floyd to the ground with him. He's controlling Floyd Mayweather when he's when yeah. he's on, on top like that. He didn't get knocked out, man. That's just ludicrous. No, I don't think he got knocked out, but that was like the thing. No, that I know, was, that like, was the thing. I'm not saying that you said it, but yeah. But yeah, no. Um, it, it is staggering to see those two people in the ring together. How much larger Logan Paul is mm-hmm. than Floyd Mayweather was like a staggering thing to actually just look at. Yeah, it didn't make crazy. Any sense. I'm honestly surprised that they even let that happen. I know. When it's they, so surprising. I thought it was the. I don't even know which Paul brother is bigger. I just. I just thought they were always both kind of smaller. I think that uh, Logan Paul is slightly taller. Um, but but uh, Jake is a little bit thicker. Apparently, Jake's the best boxer. And if you've ever watched any highlights of them, like Jake legitimately fucking throws hands. Well, I remember watching uh, Jake Paul when he fought Nate Robinson in all like eight seconds that lasted until mm-hmm. he slept Nate Robinson or however long that was. That was a waste of however many mm-hmm. dollars that we would have spent on that. Yeah. Yeah. We're finally going to get an interesting fight uh, between him and Tyrone Woodley. That uh, of of all the like YouTube fights and stuff like that, that is the most intriguing in terms of well, that could actually be a fight. Like the Floyd Logan Paul thing was kind of intriguing just because it's like, hold on, this kid got famous from like Vine and YouTube, and now he gets a shot 
at like the greatest of all time or one of, of and his then, second fight. The second, literally. not his second fight, his third fight, his second opponent. Yeah, because he fought KSI twice, oh, and then his and then his third fight, which was Mayweather. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, that that was like That's the crazy. most intriguing part. Like I think everybody was in the same boat. Like. Unless, I mean, there were people like, oh, look, you could get lucky. And it's like, dude, nobody's got lucky in 50 tries. Well, I'll tell you what. So, if you watch the highlights, Logan Paul hit him with a pretty good right in the first. And ever since then, I didn't watch the whole fight, like, through right. and through. I had to watch all the highlights and shit like that. But um, he rocks him in the first round. And ever since then, you can tell that, like, he's not he's not going in to get hit with that fucking right from Logan Paul. He's like, damn, this motherfucker big. Well, right, he, he might catch him caught. like that. But yeah. that's also maybe why he's like, he probably does that with everybody. Like, he gets yeah. caught once, and then it's like, oh, it will never happen again. Learn, deal. Yeah, yeah, you learn from his mistakes. Right. And that was the thing, because I watched the Impulsive podcast, uh, Logan Paul's podcast, after uh, the fight had happened, and he was talking about it. He's like, in that fight, he was like, Floyd Mayweather showed mastery of, excuse me, three different fighting styles when he was doing it. And there was one where he said that he came up with like just his hands up and yeah. was just coming at Logan. And he said that's where he struggled the most to do it. He's like, he's like, man, this motherfucker is so fast. I could not hit him. And every time I fucking did it, he was whap, get me right in the chin. He's right like, right. and I didn't even know I was getting hit. I, I didn't see any hands or anything. It's just my f- head would turn right. like ever so slightly or whatever really quickly. So, yeah. He's fast. Yeah. Just got to land those yeah. punches. Yeah, but what yes. do you what do you think of the YouTube boxing? Are you interested in that at all? Uh, so I'm not I'm not really a huge boxing person. Like I'll kind of I'll, I'll watch it just like see what it is. But I've just never been a huge boxing person. So it's like kind of just look at all the publicity about it. It's like oh this person's fighting this person. You know I'll probably watch. Like it's never gonna be something that I, like hey I'm gonna oh my god I want to watch this or I'm gonna pay to go see this or something like right. that. It's just like it's interesting to see what's gonna happen. Like because like I said you got someone who's been fighting for who know or how, how long's uh 30 what, years yeah 30 years yeah. and then some youtuber who just it's like oh yeah i can box i want to box this person it's like mm-hmm. but i also think it's really smart because i mean no matter if he wins or not he's gonna get a bunch of money from it well like, they're killing people oh, in yeah. the ratings they're killing regular fighting sports in the ratings like they're they're absolutely demolishing them it's it's crazy because right. you're bringing um, that younger crowd in from having yeah. a youtuber fight Dude, like, so we, we were at mm-hmm. we were at mad frog i don't know if you were with me but on saturday night when we were at mad frog some kid was like yo check out this fucking oh, J- jarvis knockout because the, the week after the floyd and what logan file fight they had the tiktok versus youtube mm-hmm. uh battle of the platforms or whatever where every fight was a youtuber versus tiktoker and like uh, Jarvis, who's a member of FaZe Clan, he plays video games and Fortnite and shit like that. I don't know who the hell he was fighting, but like he came in and just walloped this kid. Like, absolutely <laughs> fucked him up and knocked him out in the first round. Actually, he might have made it out of the first round, got knocked out in the second, but like there was someone at Mad Frog like, yeah, man, this is dope. I was like, you watch boxing at all? He's like, no, but I want to watch this YouTube shit. <laughs> it's crazy. It, like, it just it brings is. in random people. Like You don't have to like boxing to just be like, you could just be like, I subscribe to this guy. For years, so I need to buy this $50 pay-per-view event. Right. Like, it's crazy. And then all these kids have hundreds of thousands, millions of subscribers, so everybody's doing the same thing. And now now it's starting to get, like, legitimately interesting because, like, an actual MMA fighter, Tyrone Woodley, is fighting Jake Paul. Yes. And, uh, Grant, Paul is, like, 
still got like probably 30 pounds on him. I don't know what their fight weight is going to be if they're going to do it, but yeah. he's a lot bigger of a guy than Tyron Woodley is. But still, this is the first time he's actually going to go up against someone who knows how to strike and will knock him the fuck out if he if they catch him sleeping. Right. And and from what I um I'm not a massive like UFC person anymore. But Woodley is primarily I guess one of those like ground and pound dudes. But it'll be the first person who actually knows how to take a hit. Yeah. Like well, no, well, Ben Askren Ty- did too, but that dude was just throwing Tyrone Woodley, the, that's the thing about it, though. Tyrone Woodley is not a fucking bad striker. No, I don't, I don't think he is either. He's just but. so adapted. He's one of the best. I think it was welterweight that he fights in. He's one of the best welterweights of all time. So he he And he's an MMA fighter, so apparently what he really likes to do is he likes to strike and then go for the takedown. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really like to stand up with people. He will. He, he strikes in order to right, like right. get his prefers. timing and find his distance. But if he goes in and he catches someone and they get off balance a little bit he's just gonna go take him to the ground and beat the shit out of him on the ground right. as any good mma ground. fighter would oh, do that's true too. yeah so I, yeah I'm, I'm much more interested in that fight but i again i think tyron woodley will just win i don't think it's going to be as crazy of a margin i don't it's like mayweather paul although the stupid mayweather paul thing like two days before the event they're like oh no there's going to be no judges mm-hmm. no scorecards it's like what are we doing here mm-hmm. but i guess it never really mattered because everybody was like floyd's just going to outclass him in every situation well, here but the whole thing was that floyd mayweather didn't want to get caught with the fucking punch and somehow lose his legacy because he got knocked out by well him. yeah i get yeah, that wouldn't look good getting knocked out mm-hmm. by a youtuber Dude, that is so much, like, reputation you're putting on the line for, like, such a... I get it, like, you're making massive amounts of money. He was talking about how many millions he's making off of, like, hats and t-shirt sales that weekend and, like, through the build-up. And he's talking, like, millions and millions of dollars. And then on top of that, the actual event itself, millions and millions and millions. You know how, much, you know how much Floyd made for that fight? I don't know what the total was. I just remember... 100 to- million. Yeah, that's, oh that's a God. crazy joke. And, yeah, yeah, and then it's like we're we're supposed to like give boxing like actual boxing a chance at this shit. Yeah, like what the, the stakes fuck is are going just on? different. <laughs> the simulation is absolutely wild. Yes, man. the stakes are just wildly different. But I, I'm looking forward to Ocho Cinco fought on the card. Chad Johnson. Yeah, I forgot about fought that. On the card. Definitely he actually didn't that. look like I don't know who, exactly who he boxed, but Chad Johnson actually like he got knocked down, got back up, kind of looked like. He knew what he was doing. I'm curious what random athletes now will step into the ring after this. they retire. Oh, me. Did you Pac-Man see? Jones wanted to do Did it. you see the fucking Aaron Carter? Uh, yes. Fought Lamar, Lamar Odom. Odom. That's the most random shit I've ever come across <laughs> in two my days life. ago, bro. I, I'm not joking, dude. I saw this the other day. Like, for some reason, Aaron was this Carter. this on the TikTok? YouTube thing or what was this even a part of? I don't know what that was. <laughs> I didn't hear about it until it I was over. Either. I heard about it last night. I was coming through YouTube about ready to go to bed and all of a sudden I see these fucking Aaron Carter pop up on my timeline and it wasn't for the reason of the fight or whatever. It was like No Jumper, a podcast that I watched. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, No Jumper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excuse me again. Um, but yeah, I was watching that and like I saw him come on the Aaron Carter, or Aaron Carter come on that and like confront him and like He's obviously just tweaking out of his fucking mind, just high as shit, you know? He came from, like, one of those abusive fucking uh, families that raised child stars and stuff like that. And it was just, like, an all-around bad look for for him the entire time. But that was, like, two years ago. And, like, I saw on the—after I watched it, I went down and I saw in the recommended videos Lamar Odom versus Aaron Carter— or Aaron Carter talks on No Jumper later on, two years later, about fighting Lamar Odom. And I was like— 
what? So I was like, I gotta look this shit up. And I typed it in, and like, sure as shit, they got into a ring, sold tickets, and like fought each other. Lamar Odom knocked him out in like 30 seconds. Like, it's a staggering difference of height. Dude. Like, Lamar Odom is a legitimate, like, 6'8. And Aaron Carter's like a five seven five eight guy. It is so funny looking, bro. Aaron <laughs> Carter just comes at him swinging, and fucking Lamar just wow, wow, wow. It Done. just doesn't look. So wait, this is two years ago that the fight happened. No, well, the fight happened two days it. ago. Right, right, right. That's what I thought. So when you said two years ago, they were talking about it. Yeah. No, no, no. The two years was the first time that Aaron Carter came on to No Jumper and was just talking shit. To oh, fucking oh, Adam okay, Clinton okay. That like makes that. sense. So, yeah. Got it. But, yes. um... Because I was going to say, I just saw it on Twitter, so it was just a random... Yeah. But, yes, no. Just a hilarious scene of the six, all, seven All guy. around in the world of fighting right now. It's, Bro, yeah. did you guys see Suns Guy? Suns in four? Whoa. Suns in four. If you haven't seen it, it's the greatest fight I've ever seen at a, a, a sports event in my entire life. Sons in four. Yeah, just just you. Yeah, just are you about to put this on the screen? Because that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, sons in four. There is a guy, a uh, Denver Nuggets Phoenix game, and at the end of the game, this guy and these two Denver kids get into a fight. And I shouldn't say kids; they're probably in like their mid twenties or something like that. And he's probably like low thirty, guessing. But they start trying to both fight him. And he starts beating the shit out of one of the kids. Who, Devin Booker? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you have to look up a fight. About you got to go to YouTube. It's not going to be on, like, just, well, yeah, Sons and Four is just what the guy says. Just say Sons and Four fight or something. Okay. And do I, do I need, like, sound? Because it's probably coming through here. I don't know if you guys If If you can actually get sound, that would be fantastic. Because he literally is, like, taunting this dude in the middle of beating him up. It is one of the great. It's it's well, the best fight I've ever seen at a sporting event, in terms of just pure disrespect. Uh, and we're not going to be able to hear it. They can hear it on on the screen though. I think. Wait, is this just fans chanting "Sons and Four? I don't know. What does the title say? can't even see. Oh, yeah. This is just the... You got to go fight. You have to type in some sort of fight word here. No, we might have to find that a little bit later. I mean, we're going to bring up Connor Murphy here in a second. But, yeah, I don't... I'm not finding it. Either way. Yeah, it's not... Yeah, so it was a big thing on Twitter. Um, but, basically, two Denver fans started trying to fight a Phoenix fan. The two Denver fans, like, act like they're going to walk away. And then the one tries to sucker punch the guy. He gets him into, like, one of the hockey holds where you, like hold the guy by his neck and his jersey and he's just feeding him uppercuts <laughs> into this kid's face and he looks at his buddy he's like I'm gonna beat your friend's ass and he just keeps hitting him and hitting him and hitting him and then he finally lets go and he's just like sons in four because it's a four, it's the best of seven series it is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life oh is this the uh I'm yeah, not, I don't think you're going to find anything. Dude, I, I guess I can't find yeah, it. Give yeah, it I'm sorry. I think it's going to be on YouTube, honestly. Or not YouTube. It's probably just mostly going to be seen on Twitter. That was the first thing that happened and yeah, it came up on YouTube. So yeah. I don't know. Not, yeah, it might just be a Twitter Twitter ordeal because it was just some random fan. But greatest sports fight. It was a big no, right fight here. weekend. Oh, yeah. Are you seeing it now? Yeah. Give me one sec. <laughs> bitch up. I might have to edit this a little bit, but... Oh, is this the guy? I think so. That's awesome. 
Oh, Jesus. I mean, just... And he just got him, like, held like, like yes. that? He just knows, like, I'm just gonna sit here and take it. That is a bad motherfucker, dude. He's got him in, like, a one-handed clinch. <laughs> Punching yes. one guy, just yes. got the other guy clinched off, dude. Yeah, That's literally, like, when he looks up, he's just like, I'm gonna fuck your buddy up. And then he feeds him another couple, and he says, sons in four. Which is <laughs> the, one of the best things I've ever, honestly, seen. It was awesome. Yeah, that's fucking great, dude. That That's... That's that's a quality fucking video. Yes, yeah. right there. Yes. So that, it was it was a big week for fighting. <laughs> big week for fighting. It was a fantastic week for fighting. Yeah. Uh, shit. Okay. Well, big week for fighting, but also not a big week for Connor Murphy. Uh, if we can just, just jump just into that one. This week? No, this oh, actually okay. happened like a year ago, but the reason why I wanted to talk about it was because shit kind of popped off. You know how I sent you guys the video of that girl who uh, was like talking about his psychosis and shit that was happening and yes. like how it just wasn't, he, he wasn't acting normal. So what happened was this guy named Connor Murphy, who's like a uh, 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 old school like fitness model um or bodybuilder i guess like the dude's jacked has one of the best physiques i've ever seen he used to do these videos where he would like he would like wear this jacket and he would go around town and talk to these girls and they'd be like i bet you can't show or guess what color my shirt is underneath this jacket and he would have like a red shirt on under it that you could clearly see and the girls would be like well that's clearly a red shirt and then he would take his shirt off and he'd be just, just a jacked ass human being there was nothing under it and like he would go around and get chicks numbers and shit super cringy fucking in videos right, man right. like like incredibly cringy I remember I used to watch him cause he, he kind of blew up like he has fucking uh, one I think that one itself had like 65 million views or anything or something like okay. that so yeah he was he, he was pretty big he has 2.5 uh, million subscribers on YouTube and what happened is about a year ago, uh, this man went on an ayahuasca trip. And when he came back from an ayahuasca trip, he made this video where he was like crying and he was like, I just got done fucking these three girls. And he's like, and he was talking about his parents not listening. And he's like, he's like, I know the way to salvation and shit like that. And if they just listen to me, they, they'd understand. He like in the video uh, gives out his home address and like says, like at one point he's literally like, if you want to find salvation, come to this address, list his address, and fucking come into the bathroom, and I will show you salvation. Awesome. And it's like, it's like you listen to it, and that first video, you're like, well, what the fuck is going on here? Because like he he had never been like that before in the past, and like a lot of his friends on YouTube and like just personal friends, like they're talking to, about him, and they're like, he was never like this. He went on that ayahuasca trip and came back, so. What apparently happened was he got um, he he went into a drug induced psychosis, which it can happen when you go do like too many psychedelics and stuff like that. They, it usually ends. However, apparently he became so infatuated with the feeling that he had on ayahuasca that he became incredibly addicted to it. And like over the next year, he deleted all of his old videos, all of his fitness YouTube videos. He lost every bit of gains that he had and shit like that and just started making these weird ass spiritual videos. And some of the shit that he says kind of makes a little bit of sense. And you're like, huh. But then all of a sudden he'll throw in this shit about drinking other men's semen because it fucking is the best type of protein and stuff mm. like that. That's so, where he lost 
So like, yeah, yeah, like it just all kinds of fucking crazy shit. And he's posting these weird videos with him in like clown masks, just rambling nonsense and shit like that. And like he he's completely lost his mind. But anyway, fast forward, this actually happened. I think. Three weeks ago now, um, I texted you guys about it last week, and I think that was two weeks before that. But this woman posted a YouTube video where she was like talking about her experience with Connor Murphy, where they were going to go out and shoot a video, and like she didn't think anything was up. And then she got to his house, and it was just covered in fucking garbage and all kinds of stuff. And he kept talking about all this random shit. She said that she never really felt scared around him, but like she could definitely tell something was up. And then at one point, she goes into the bathroom and sees this guy has like pounds and pounds of fucking ayahuasca and shit like that and apparently he like microdoses uh ayahuasca like every two hours or some shit like that <laughs> and like he legitimately has lost his mind like he goes on these uh, random ass rambles he goes on people's podcasts still like he's still somewhat relevant not nearly as relevant as he was but like the dude's lost his mind and it's just a crazy thing to see um and it's one of those things where like you know me and you were were involved in like the EDM community, and like I've seen plenty of people in a drug induced psychosis. Man, oh, you go to a festival, sure. you see some people just on some out there shit, and like this is one of the things that like really should turn people off to drugs and shit like that because shit like this can happen. Like it's not all fucking butterflies and rainbows. It's not all good times all the time. Sometimes you create this like serious addiction that you cannot get out of like his family's scared for him he's been in and out of uh certain psych wards and stuff like that like the dude's the dude's lost a very successful life and has become like broke he, he's put tweeted out his uh address so he can't like live there anymore he gives away his phone and stuff like that just all kinds of crazy shit that this man has done and it's all because he went on an ayahuasca trip and like i guess couldn't handle it right. so but the thing about it, those drugs technically aren't physically addictive, but they did look up this one thing that apparently ayahuasca can uh, can create a psychological addiction, which means that you're just so infatuated with the feeling of what happened the first time that you continue to try and chase that dragon oh, over okay. and over and over again. When, well, I, I'm so out of the loop on psychedelics. When you said ayahuasca trip the first time, I thought it was like a country. <laughs> no. So well, when you like when you sent the videos and was like, yeah, this guy went on like an ayahuasca trip and came back. I'm like, well, I'll never visit that well, place. That sounds that's shitty. what I think happened the first time he did it. So ayahuasca is a. Oh, it is a country. No, Ugh. no, it's 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 a plant that's located uh, in like this in like South America, like Amazon rainforest type okay. type deal. Isn't and, it like uh, isn't it basically the kind of liquid form of uh, DMT? Like, well, it's it's a leaf, it's a plant, and they make it into like uh, tea and stuff like that, and you can smoke it too. I think the way that you do like, but back to what you were saying with it, Harmeyer, when you what he did was he went down, and they have like actual trips that you can go on. Like there's a guide who brings you in, and fucking he sits you down, oh, wow. and he walks you through this experience. Because like when you start smoking it or whatever, it be it's the most extreme psychedelic drug that there is. Like it's well known around the world that like if you want to have like a, a, an awakening, a seriously spiritual moment, you need to go to the Amazon and fucking find this ayahuasca and smoke it, and have like a shaman walk you through it, and like it's life changing. People. <laughs> Most people have like very positive experiences or maybe not necessarily positive experiences, but eye opening experiences, not necessarily shit that happens like this. But yeah, people have gone up there and just like they, they go to an ayahuasca trip and they have this childhood drama that has lasted with them for like 30, 40 years and they go into an ayahuasca trip and it just lets it go. They no longer are, are held back by that thing. Like, yeah, it's it's some seriously crazy shit, but. 
some people use it as like a way to move forward and get over trauma right, and like I guess other people it brings yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. other people it brings forth the trauma a little bit more and not necessarily a good thing to do so right. oh, but but yeah it's it, it, it's some crazy shit man you like I, I wish I need to show you guys some videos I wish I would have had some pulled up we kind of had to rush this episode a little bit I was trying to find some but like uh, th- there was just videos of him like fucking slathering himself in mud and just like i am the king i am the king like wearing a clown mask and shit that's and it's awesome. just absolute fucking nonsense gotta respect man. the commitment though you know, yeah and point. and that's another thing too if you look at the community the one girl who was talking about it she was like she's like yo to be completely honest with you i want nothing to do with this anymore now that i've gone through it she was like at his house taking care of him trying to get the police involved and like our judicial system just absolutely failed this <laughs> the man the police didn't give a shit dude about yeah did you watch him. that video uh, I watched part of it at work uh, I didn't get through the whole thing this dude. girl is begging the police Ooh. to come to this dude's house to help him out and they're just like ah is he gonna harm anybody and the, she's like he's not gonna harm me and they're like oh well then don't worry about it yeah, and she's like, like and, and she's like, well, what if he gets behind the wheel of a car? He's high, and she was like, as long as he's not attempting to get behind the wheel of the car, there's nothing that we can do about it. Crazy. The it's mental health, mega. the mental health people that they were calling to, they weren't doing anything about it too. They're like, if he's not in danger to himself, and that's what the weird thing about this Connor Murphy situation is, he's not like violent towards anyone. He's very like, when you talk to him, he's. They say that when you talk to him on camera, he's almost acting normal, but the second he turns cameras on, and he posts like fucking 50 million videos a day on his Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that. They're like, once the video turns on, the crazy comes out, but after that, it's like, it's not like talking to a normal person, but it's it's a lot less extreme. Right. He so he has like that thing that clicks in his head like, hey, I'm yeah. in front of a bunch of people now, I need to... Like, not be the way I am. Well, that's exactly what it is. And I think that what happened is that if you watch his old videos, you can kind of tell that the man has some serious, like, image issues and stuff like that. And it, it might have, because he took those image issues and grew into something that was such a, a, a high-class, like, bodybuilder and stuff like that, that he probably grew this ego. And he has this thing where he wants to be seen. Obviously, he's going around just taking his shirt off in front of girls in the middle of the street and recording on video. And I think the ayahuasca trip just amplified that to an extreme. And he became more of a spiritual guy, but he redirected it in all the wrong ways. And now he can't get it off the fucking shit, and he, he he's doing all kinds of crazy shit, and it's just scary. And, like, it, it, it makes you really think, because there's some people on the internet who are just like, this guy's faking it. And it's like, I can see how people would think that, because if you watch some of his podcasts or, like, interviews that he does, like, he's in and out of, like, his normal state and talking in, like, this crazy-ass fucking accent and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But... He could have uh, possibly developed that, uh... Like some type of uh, multiple personality disorder or that's something ex- like that? That's exactly what it kind of seems like. But the, for people to think that he's faking, uh, one, he's doing a very good job if he is faking, and he even says that he's faking. But that leads me to believe that he's not, he's not faking. faking it. When yeah. I see... When I but see then that video, also makes me believe that he is. I, that, yeah. That it's, is a road that you don't want to get So down. if he really is faking, dude, this man is a fucking genius. He's got people, like, really questioning uh, uh, his shit. Yeah. Uh, the thing about it is, though, if he was trying to do it for views, he's not getting it because his views have plummeted since then. Are you I feel like he would have noticed that. And, yeah, I think I accidentally hit play on the video. Oh, okay. Yeah. I started hearing it. 
I feel like if he was doing it for the views, he would have noticed that, hey, this isn't going very well for my views, so uh, I'm, I'm going to stop doing this, and I'm actually going to get myself back on track. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't Well, I'm look curious, like yeah. with him being great, has his views gone up or down? His views have, have been like, oh my god, his, this guy's a psychopath. His, watch. his views himself has gone down, like on his channel and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, but when people start talking about him, like it seems to be an interesting topic. No one wants to see his videos, right? Because honestly, they're complete nonsense. Yeah, that's and that's fair. that's why I think that it's mostly just drug-induced psychosis. Like this man is literally losing his mind, and like he he legitimately needs help. But the problem is, he doesn't want help. He will not accept help, and because he is not a, a harm to himself or others. They can't force help upon him. Yeah, technically he's just doing a bunch of drugs and just hanging out, being weird. Yeah. Which isn't a crime, necessarily. No, Well, I guess not. doing that, that drug, is that drug wildly No, illegal? I actually found out that it's, like, not nearly as illegal as I thought it would be. Really? Yes. Like, and that was another thing, because she was trying to get the cops to come over, and she's like, well, what if I told you that he has pounds of ayahuasca? And they were like, well, it's not illegal. Really? Yeah, That's like she was insane. telling him, like it was fucking crazy, dude. And maybe it was just fucking the bad judiciary fucking shit. Yeah, whoever the dispatcher was was just like, I get off in five minutes, dude. I'm, I don't really care. <laughs> That's kind of the way it was when when the, they were talking about what their situations with the call in people, like the people you call in at nine one one or whatever it is. They talked to like three different ones, and neither none of them seemed to give a shit. And like. One of them, they called up, and the dispatcher was like, oh, you're that girl at the YouTuber's house. Yeah, okay. Like, that's what she said <laughs> to her wild. on the phone. Like, it just absolute crazy shit, man. I, like, I couldn't believe it. And like I said, I used to watch the dude's videos every once in a while because he was hip-hopping. That was back when I was, like, written into Bradley Martin like we talked into last week and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. I was, really, I was really into, like, lifting and eating well and stuff like that, so I was watching those type of people. And then to watch this man just, like, lose everything and like just in not this complete... seem to care that he's lost everything yeah yeah it's it's fucking crazy dude I, I i couldn't believe it when i saw it and like mm -hmm. this is going on for a year or two he's been deleted all of his videos and started doing this spiritual shit so i wonder what made him delete all of his videos like what was going through his head like it's like hey i want to make all these spiritual videos but i'm gonna delete everything like i don't want people to know this who i was before it's like, I only want them to know me now. This is the right thing. Well, like, yeah, that's the thing. Is it a cover-up, or does he just genuinely feel like he wants to move away from the bodybuilder thing and move into a spiritual thing? Because that's what he said, that he wants to move away from being that bodybuilder guy who picks up girls, and he, he, he wants to become like a spiritual guru type thing. But Yeah, he might be, he might be just trying to basically like delete his last life. Like... Uh, yeah, yeah. Like in, in terms of a reawakening in a drug like that, yeah, he's and when you like, oh, fuck the old man, bro. And also, when you when you start looking into it, it might be a lot deeper because there's some there's some people saying shit like he he has abusive parents and stuff like that. Uh, the one girl was saying uh, that the last she heard that Connor was with his parents, and she was like, I don't know if his parents give a fuck about him. The the, the thing about it is, when I talk to them, they seem to be just completely fed up with the entire situation. And like, it would make sense. He actually posted this video of him and his parents talking where he was trying to save them and offer them salvation and stuff like that. Oh. His parents were just like, what the fuck is going on? What, what are you talking That's about? That's a tough like, conversation to have with your kid. Uh, I mean, yeah. just, if you I, pick up the phone thinking like, oh, hey, what do you got? I haven't seen you guys yeah. in a while. How's it been? And he's and, just like, do you want to be saved by me, the new God? And that's the thing. You can, <laughs> what? you can point fingers at the parents all you want to, but at the same time, we're not filling those shoes. We're not taking care of this 
openly or this this successful guy who was like at the top of his game and shit like that and one day goes on an ayahuasca trip and now all of a sudden he's crazy and completely no, no longer independent like they have to check him into psych wards and bring him back to his house and so that they can stay with him and they have to deal with the shit him eating other men's semen because he thinks that that's it's tough. fucking yeah like that's, that's a bad look. yeah like <laughs> all kinds of crazy shit man i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it so in terms of spirituality that's an odd look yeah, it is. Yeah. If you, if you watch it, it and the, the thing about it is, like, you watch it and it goes in waves. Sometimes he's talking about some shit, and you're like, you're like, huh? I can really get behind that. And then all of a sudden, like, he just loses you, man. Yeah, he's yeah, just like just absolute craziness. Yeah. <laughs> so, it is what it is. And you can also tell when he's like really tripping balls on the ayahuasca, and when he's not, because he's like more together when he's not. And right. Then other times normal. he's just fucking like, okay, dude, just like in the clouds. Yeah, in the clouds. <laughs> He's in a, he's like, his, his mind is in like a black hole. Whoa. <laughs> what a segue. We're talking black holes now. God damn it. Black God holes. damn it. So yes, Andre had sent over some YouTube videos on black holes, which I just don't understand. I understand the videos. I actually like the videos, but I don't get the science behind these fucking giant masses in the middle of the universe that just suck things that... Uh, so basically, uh, black holes, uh, I'm pretty sure everyone's heard of black hole force, the most powerful force in the entire universe, uh, universe. It's basically where you have a star that's, uh, anywhere from, I think it's like five to 10 or like at least five to 10 times more massive than our sun. Like, so not necessarily size, but the actual mass of it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, when it comes to the end of its life, it'll end up collapsing and, so, so something like our sun, when our sun collapses, it's gonna, basically, it's gonna get really big, uh, really big, and then it's gonna explode, yeah. and it's gonna turn into a white dwarf star, or a brown dwarf, which is gonna get really small and cool over the next who knows how many billions of years, yeah. but when you get those really big stars, they collapse in on themselves, and they create so much gravity, it creates a black hole. Yeah, it bursts into a supernova, implodes on itself, and becomes something so dense that not even light can escape it. Yes. And light cannot reflect it's it either. It's crazy. So. The light thing was wild to me. And we only have, like, a picture of one. Like, or yeah. we just learned yeah. in, like, 2019 so, we could take them. We mm -hmm. actually, so we did just get a picture of it, uh, yes, back in 2019, mm -hmm. if I'm correct. And they actually just got a new picture of the same one. But it's uh, polarized, so they can kind of see the actual swirl of the light behind it, or oh, like really? the swirl of light around it. So uh, that black hole is actually uh, pretty big. But uh, that is, I think they said like n uh, 1,900 light years away from us, or mm -hmm. something like that. So uh, the <laughs> yeah, it's like it's crazy that I mean the thing that I don't get is like uh, how they can go out and take a picture of something that far away, but. One of the hardest reasons is to take a uh, take a picture of black holes because you can't really see it. Right, it's like you just it's just the yeah you yeah, see well, the light around it and you don't really see the actual. What was crazy about that with the actual picture that they got in 2019? I did not realize until I watched those videos that it was actually uh, a telescope called the Singularity Telescope or something. Mm -hmm. It was designed specifically for getting a picture of. Yeah one black hole and it's it's not necessarily like you know a telescope like the one that you would think of when you're like oh put a telescope out and look at the planets and stuff like that oh yeah no, no. it's actually a bunch of uh kind of like satellite dishes that are set up all around the globe and they use radiation and the radiation they send out and then they get uh 
they basically get feedback from the radiation that gets sent out, and that's how they get the colors and the size and all that stuff. So yeah, so and, it's almost like not actually seeing a picture of it. It's more just like gathering deca- details and recreating the image that you can get from the information you have. Yes. So we see these things that are moving in a certain type of way, and we're just able to like actually depict it in front of it. I think that's the way it works, because I don't know of anything that can physically see fucking 1,000 light years into the into the galaxy. Into the, the most the now. most interesting part to me was, like, a lot of these people are all, like, a lot of the videos just keep referencing Einstein. Just being like, yeah, we can't go inside of this thing because you immediately die. So we're just all basing this off of, like, Einstein. So one of the guys is just like, I don't, we don't know exactly, like, you might go in there and it might just be, well, yeah. like, you might just be hanging out in nothingness, you might burn up in a second, you might nothing, you might spit you back out the other side somewhere deep into the universe. Well, that was so, the white hole that does that. So, yeah. Well, that's so, the one that burps you out the same side. Yeah. Here's, here's my problem with the white hole. Now, yeah. I've heard, like, two different theories. I've heard that, oh, when the universe was created, there was a par- parallel universe created, so there's our universe and there's one more. But then I've also heard the whole theory of the multiverse, which they kind of clash because if we have our like parallel universe and there's only two universes, how can there be so many multiverses or like across, you know, I don't even know what to call it, just across nothing. Yeah. Right. Across that's what everything. It is. So, <laughs> so, I mean, I was thinking about when I was watching the White Hole uh, video and stuff like that, because keep in mind that th- that video was the first time I'd, I've heard of White Holes, but I've never heard anything about white holes like i had no idea what the hell they were and when i was thinking it and i was watching it for the first time and i it got me to thinking about the concepts of dark matter and dark energy which dark matter is like 90 percent 90 to 95 percent of the gravity that exists in the universe is dark matter it's just something that is there and it's holding things together but we don't know what the fuck is causing it because we look at what the like the outer stars and galaxies and stuff like that and we're like those outer stars should just be flying off and hurtling into space but the fact that they're still there means that there's an immense amount of gravity that is still pulling those towards their fucking objects and uh dark energy is when we were kids um you're about our age too when we were kids we were taught that the universe was eventually going to implode in upon itself but now we know that uh, dark energy is constantly accelerating outward and will continue to for the rest of uh, eternity. And I was thinking to myself that it would make sense that if white holes are these things that burp and like hiccup the things out of it, they exist in the past because they can only have the contents that were in them before. So mm-hmm. anything that goes into them is expelled outwards. It would make sense that at one point there were, like you said, the two universes, the one that has like the, the more black hole-ish type of physics mm-hmm. and the one that has the more white hole. And we exist dimensionally right beside each other. That would explain why everything that might have won through the white hole just ends up popping out and going into the future. That's why we constantly see everything moving outward and and not stopping. Here's how I feel about that. If that's the case, what if the Big Bang was a white hole being created and everything that was coming out of it was from another universe that, like... So, basically, they say uh, when the universe comes to an end, like, everything's going to be black holes. Eventually, all the black holes are going to gravitate to each other and it's going to turn to one really big black hole. Like, what if that one really big black hole has the white hole on the other side and it's like, okay, boom, Big Bang, new universe created. Okay, like, so, like, the white hole shoots everything else out of yes. the giant black hole? Mm-hmm. Yeah. kind of like that yeah, idea. It's like, I, that's, like, one way I like to think about it. The only thing that I kind of, like, that kind of throws me off about it is, like, they say, so white holes haven't been proven. It's just kind of a theory. Like, yeah, okay, we theory. feel this. And it's like, if they are a thing, then how come the black hole doesn't get smaller? 
Like yeah. so, you have. I you, think it all just goes down to the what everything that causes a reaction must have an equal and or greater reaction or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's where they kind of came up with the uh, theory of a white hole because honestly, if there's something that's uh, constantly pulling someone inwards and like can't escape, then it would make sense that there's something that's constantly pushing that shit outward. So uh, the funny thing is, like, so they say black holes can't like let anything out, but there's actually like beams of energy that shoot out of uh, black holes from everything they suck in. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of what they're called. Uh, it's, pulsars. It's, yeah, pulsars. So it basically shoots out that beam of energy from like everything it's sucking in. So it's like... Well, th- the pulsar happens when the star goes supernova and it directs the uh, energy outwards in one direction completely in a beam rather than outwards in isn't, form like a nebu- nebula. Isn't so that what a you're saying... Uh, I'm not sure. I thought pulsars and quasars were about the same thing. I am not a scientist, so a lot of the things that are being said right now may or may not be false, but (laughs) I have a pretty good understanding of astronomy more than most people would, so at least we can sit here and speculate and have good conversation over it. But yes, I think that pulsars or quasars... I think they're similar, but they do the similar type things. But I'm pretty sure that's what they are when the sun goes supernova and explodes. Something happens that makes it shoot outwards. One of them might be the difference between a quasar and a pulsar might be whether or not it is uh, a black hole or a neutron star is formed. Because if it's not dense enough to become a black hole and like to escape, it becomes a neutron star, which is this is just this heavily dense, massive fucking star that's glowing white, just made out of nothing but nucleus of fucking an atom. So it's just like cool like completely yeah. or until apparently they're like you can go walk up and touch them if you had the means to go up you could literally walk on a neutron star like they're they're not overly burning hot they've just spent their entire core all their energy out and they're just a constantly cooling mass of nothingness it's not nothingness of mass of just well, right neutron star neutrons <laughs> and the one thing that kind of confused me about that is like you have this star like it gets like really big so for example uh, i don't know if y'all have heard of a uh, ui scooty before uh, it's the biggest star known uh, known to man right now. So it's like if you were to look at a size comparison, uh, you would say a grain of sand is our sun, and UI Scooty would be like a basketball or even bigger than that probably, oh like God. or a beach ball. So it's like, but the funny thing is that star is only like three to six times more massive than our sun. Yeah. So it's like, but you got these stars and they just get big, like they just get bigger, 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 and then like you know they're extremely hot and then. Explosion. You think of explosions as hot, but then when it comes down to this neutron star, it's so cool that yeah, you know. Well, I think that's because the the reason why uh, they expand is because the the nuclear or the nucleus of the star begins to like. Uh, I think it begins to like cool because what happens is it's everything around it is getting so hot that it's expanding outwards, which means that mm-hmm. the core itself is actually starting to die and cool yeah, down. So it's like as yeah. the core itself is like losing, because it's like sending all of its energy out, and you know, it's like the reactions of sending light out, it's losing its actual mass, and that's why it's like less gravity can hold in the actual star itself mm-hmm. so it gets bigger. Yeah, It's like, it's just the whole, how does it cool so fast, like is what kind of throws me off about it a little bit. I would imagine that it would just be the the rapid expansion of it. It's taking up more space uh, and creating less mass, but it, yet heating up at the same time, and heat moves outwards, so therefore the inner part of it would cool down more rapidly. 
I think that's what it is, but I don't. I think that's how a neutron star is formed. But the black hole, from what I understand from the videos that you had sent us, those the core is becoming so rapidly heated that it can like no longer like move outwards or inward. It just becomes so dense that it it implodes on yeah. itself. And the funny thing about it is like they don't like the black holes. Like when you see a black hole, it's like oh, this super massive black hole is like the. Uh, Event horizons this big, but they don't know how big it actually is itself. Like right. they say, the singularity could be you know like as small as a grain of sand, or it could be huge because of everything it sucked into it. But it's like they can't tell because they can't see it past the uh, event horizon. Mm-hmm. And it's like so uh, another like or what was I about it? Uh, so yeah, I can't talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, but, man. This is some complicated <laughs> shit. <laughs> Take your time. Yeah, we're deep. <laughs> So, like, the amount of gravity. So, one thing I always learned in science class is uh, you can condense gases, you can condense solids, but you can't condense liquids. You can pressurize liquids, but you can't condense them. But then they also say, oh, the singularity, we don't know how big it is. It's like, oh, it could be as big as a grain of sand. But I'm pretty sure with that amount of gravity, it's causing a lot of, you know, just like like inside of a star, there's a whole bunch of nuclear reactions. It's like so everything's probably changing in there, but at, like at any point, if it does become a liquid, it shouldn't be able to get compressed. So I don't know. Well, if you're talking about that too, because if you know uh, anything about like the states of uh, matter and stuff like that, there's actually four states of matter. There's uh, li- liquid, liquid, gas, yeah. solid, and, and plasma. plasma. So. Stars. The reason why we have even came up with the thing plasma is because that's what happens. What most of our stars are made of. So I'd imagine that it has something to do with uh, something being. I think plasma is a liquid that is so densely or so uh, so heated that it be- moves in its own substantial way or something like that. I don't know. I haven't looked much into this. I actually discovered plasma was even a thing like two months ago. Fucking watching a Lex Friedman podcast. And did that, but I think that's what you're talking about because it can't happen. It can't condense. It just ends up being plasma. So I, I, I would imagine. I don't know. Again, I'm not a scientist. I hope I'm pissing a lot of people off here. They're like, <laughs> "Why the fuck are these dumbasses talking about black holes if they don't know shit?" Because we can, and this is the internet. Science yeah, was very clearly my worst subject for sure. Yeah, uh, I was never a huge science person, but like for the last probably year or so, I've been watching like science videos as I go to sleep at night, and black holes just keep popping up. So it's just been like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I've seen a lot of stuff about black holes. Like for instance, they say that uh, if you are sitting outside of a black hole and someone gets sucked into a black hole, that you'll watch them. And they'll like so they'll start moving towards the black hole, and as they get closer, it just looks like they stop. They'll look like they stop, turn red, and disappear. But if you're actually, let's say you could survive getting sucked into this black hole, basically what you're going to see is you're going to continue to like speed through time because yeah, apparently about everything the, around you is going to speed up in time. Yeah, yes, yeah. You're, yeah. So you're uh, everything around you is going to speed up in time because of like the gravity of a black hole is like so how they have uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the diagram where they have like a flat grid and it's like oh this thing has this much mass and like it kind of like drops into it and it'll have a black hole dropping all the way down like the deeper you go into that the slower time is like mm-hmm. so like in the movie interstellar for example uh, have y'all seen that i have it's been a while okay. so uh when they went to that uh one planet that was a lot closer to the black hole than they thought they would they were down on that planet for three and a half hours yeah because they were closer to the black hole at three and a half hours on that planet it was like was, 30 years yeah it was like 30 some 37 years i think 
on the actual spaceship. But like, so what he would have saw is like them go down there, slow down. And then for 37 years, they're just like barely moving. And then out of nowhere, they speed up and come back. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that you actually just made that part of interstellar make sense to me. Cause I never did understand that part, but now that you say it, I did. And that was only because I watched the video. One of the interesting things that I saw about one of those videos that you sent me was that, uh, when you go in, your body will start moving inward or will start getting like long and slender and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's called spaghettification. Yes. It's an actual process that happens. But the thing about it was that apparently once you hit that event horizon, you no longer start to swirl around gravitationally. You just immediately start heading straight towards the middle of it, like slowly. And it's like something, it's like you're walking, but a wall is being built right behind you immediately as you walk. I, I just thought that was interesting. I always thought that it would be something like you would be just spinning around rapidly or something like that. But apparently, if you hit the event horizon, it immediately just pops you down and heads you straight toward the metal slowly. Yeah, let's see. That's, that's but again, one thing that doesn't make sense. This, like, or none of it really makes none sense. None of it me, really but. makes sense because if you like actually look into it, we have no idea what the fuck goes on in the black hole. We've never that's been my in one. Part. Yeah. I like that this is all just a massive. Ge- and it's guessed based on a lot of different sciences that we're assuming are the same like right just everything across well, the cosmos he mentioned like, oh it happened here so he mentioned einstein's theory of relativity uh and or no you did and you were talking about how like the, everyone based everything up, on it well that's because everything is <laughs> well, based right, on right. the theory of but relativity it's, it's awesome the, just, uh, like, einstein legitimately had in 1915 i think was when he came up with the theory of relativity and ever since then no one has been able to find something that does not go or that goes against his law of mm. physics. So, yeah, when you're when you come up with something that uh, come up with mathematical equations that literally can explain anything that happens physically in this entire universe, and you're not able to disprove it for a hundred years, it's kind of like this is the guy we're going to yeah, go. At some with. point, you just yeah. need to be like, this is our A guy. Yeah. This is his theory. We don't fight that theory. <laughs> Hawking, he's on the B team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of Hawking stuff on there too. There was also some random guy, and I have no idea what his goddamn name is, but. When you like enter the black hole, they were talking about you being cloned immediately and like part of you dying. Like there there's like like you guys had said, uh, when you hit the surface and people from the outside view see your body turned around. Oh disappear. yeah. The physical part of you is still like traveling through the black hole, even though physically somebody else just saw you blow yeah. disappear. Right. But you're still... It was a whole weird thing. Yeah, no, I, I know I know what you're talking about. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, I remember that. But, yeah, uh, that's crazy to think that you just go to it and it just stops and then eventually turns red and disappears. I wonder so. why red. That's one thing I never saw about why it was red that it turns... Or that you like everything will start turning red. As probably, dis- probably because like we said before, it's so super massive that it's probably uh, incredibly hot. And when you look at the spectrum of light it, uh, that we are able to see, um, it is ultra infrared and ultra. Actually, that wouldn't make sense because infrared is below red and ultraviolet is beyond violet. So mm-hmm. and the expensive ones or the really hot ones are above the color purple. Or violet, so that one makes sense. But uh, it probably has something to do with that because, like, when you see an infrared light or something, infrared light is just like we were saying before. It just kind of gives us a visualization of the infrared thing, the things that are broadcasting infrared light. So that's why when we look at infrared light, it appears red. When we look at ultraviolet light, like UV lights and stuff like that, it appears purple. 
So what? Just a random. This is just a random fact that I just found insane. That the energy inside of the black hole is 55 septillion times, uh, which is 33 zeros uh, stronger than the nuke dropped on Hiroshima. Uh, That's what they're, yeah, whoever comes up with that shit is like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know where they get these things. I love yeah. it. Yeah, but I, I think all of, uh, which, which black hole would that be? Because I think all of them have different masses to them. Yeah, uh, they were talking specifically holes, whatever one, massive. the biggest one in our Milky Way galaxy. That's okay, the one so talking. the supermassive uh, black hole. That, Sagittarius A. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's Sagittarius the one in the A. Of, uh, that's the one. Yes, that's the one they were saying is yeah. 55 million yeah. times. And yeah. then they also had those theories that like some are like the mass of just like Mount Everest or something, and they're just like the gra- a, a grain of salt yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever heard of like the planet x theories and like like that the whole shebang they're looking at like the gravi- gravitational type of pools and like the orbits around of the um of the planets around in our solar system around the sun and they're noticing that things are off and because the things aren't pulling on each other the right way and something's off they start looking for other planets this is actually how they discovered this is actually how they discovered neptune but what happened was they for for like years i think this all happened in like the 60s or something like that and for years the 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 mathematics they just did not add up Mm -hmm. so that there was a theory that like that uh, planet X is uh, was even farther out there, and if you look at the actual like alignment of our uh, planets in the solar system, I forget what it's called, but each one is the exact is an exact double distance from each other. So if you were at the sun and Mercury's at uh, at one. Uh, th- at one mile, then yes. Venus would be at two miles, then Earth would be at four, four miles, and then four Mars four. would be at eight miles. Okay. So it does that. So they have an area that they're looking at, but they've looked for years and years and years and decided that they like, they're like, Planet X was always theorized about, but they could never really prove that it did or did not exist. And then apparently one day, some dude like was looking at it and realized that there was like some type of blur on the fucking actual microscope itself. And when he erased the blur, all the go- all the machines and shit decided to fucking go back and align with the theories of relativity that we had thought. <laughs> so yeah, there's no Planet X apparently. Einstein wins again. Yeah, but they had also theorized that there were like a miniature black hole that was just swinging yeah. around our sun and shit like that. So I don't know. There was uh, another odd thing. thing they were saying like literally how strong a black hole is that it could be like literally less than like a foot large and be able to suck up parts of the earth so they might have even said smaller than a foot but funny funny thing about that is uh you know the large hedron collider that we have uh like that's over in europe or something like that it's like 54 miles wide it's underground and they're basically slamming atoms together yeah they're just throwing particles at each other yeah a lot of people are scared what they're going to do is they're going to create a black hole and destroy the earth from doing that and because even something that small with how powerful black holes are they yeah. think that it'll be enough that it'll just completely destroy in the order earth. to do that we have to have something that burns as hot as a red giant star and we have come nowhere close to that <laughs> <laughs> in humankind so that's true so yeah i'm not i'm not too scared about that one but there is always that theory that the world the end of the world will never really realize because it's just some scientific scientist who's going to be like testing shit and be like oh that's interesting boom world ends existence ends type shit like yeah yeah once it goes it's just going to be 
just like snap. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the theory of why people, we, we shouldn't necessarily move towards science and, and like away from God, I guess you would say, uh, is because the, we might become too advanced for our own good. And that goes back to the Fermi paradox and stuff that we were talking about on the alien episodes, mm-hmm. too. That, yeah. So. Do y'all believe in the whole uh, simulation theory? That the universe is all a simulation. I actually am going to have to table this one because I think I'm having simulation theory talks with my cousin in oh, about two weeks when I go down to Nashville. No problem. Yeah, but we can break into it a little bit. Fuck it, I don't care. Why? I don't, just, I just want to know what you mean by it because I'm not sure. So there's a there's this theory, and I, I never heard of it until Elon Musk came out and said, "Oh, there's a 50 percent chance that we're in a." Simulation, but yeah, uh, but Elon Musk comes up. Some of his fucking statistics that he gives out are just fucking bullshit, dude. <laughs> Whatever gets him more money, right? Dude. But uh, he's basically saying <laughs> that uh, the world we live in right now is all a simulation, and uh, you know, it's it's uh, like we're we're just inside of a computer. That's like. that is just the the act, and then I guess there's probably thousands of conspiracy theories about so, how yeah, or why the simulation or, theory is just the theory. Like if you've ever seen the Matrix, that's kind of what they're talking about. How we have just been created by some uh, not necessarily op- omnipotent being, but we've been created by something else that just simulates life. And if you look into like the physics that. Uh, the laws of physics that hold our reality together, it would make sense that this was by some sort of intelligent design. And, like, if you look into it, everything's kind of binary and runs off binary digits and stuff like that. So it's reasonable to think that this is uh, something that was created and it's just some type of, like, video game that we're just uh, hallucinating out in the middle of nowhere or something That's like that. So, uh, and yeah, like it I starts can... <laughs> it starts getting into like like way deeper and deeper shit. Um he actually gave me my cousin who wants to talk about this on the podcast. He actually gave me a uh recommendation. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a documentary that just came out on Hulu and he told me to watch it. But yeah, it it starts getting crazy that like if you start thinking about simulations and the fact that we might be simulated, then that would mean that we could eventually become uh, advanced enough to create our own simula- uh, simulations. Simulation. And the next thing you know, we're creating simulations. Our simulations are creating simulations. And that just creates more simulations with their own different governing laws of physics. And then it fucking expands into the multiverse that we're living in and all that bullshit. Okay. Yeah, that's it. So I guess we'll we'll talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you will, um, or you're just doing it with them. I'm going down to Nashville, I think, to help oh, yeah. uh, Ellerhorse move in two weeks. Oh, really? So if you want to go help Ellerhorse move, Eller we Horse. can we can just do that. We, we you can be a part of it. But yeah, no, I was going to go down there and do. He was talking about wanting to talk about simulation theory, and I was like. Eller wants to talk about it? No, this is Oh, Jack. okay. I was like, okay. Yeah, that seemed like an Eller move. Yeah, no. So if you want to go down, we can do it. I'm probably going to bring it down, though. Uh, Jack and my buddy Dalton from down there were talking about how they want to go. talk simulation it. theory. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. My guess. We'll see. Or yeah. We'll see. Tune in to see if you're living in a simulation. <laughs> you are. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, at this point, do we have anything else that we really want to comment on, y'all? Uh, yeah, I actually do. Uh, so that whole f- uh, the fifth ocean thing. Oh, yeah. We didn't get into a lot of that. We're hitting about an hour, but uh, fuck it. We'll, we'll get into it. So, yeah, they actually discovered a fifth ocean or National, De- National Geographic has uh, determined that we are now living in a world with five oceans instead of four because of the uh, Antarctic, how it is um, 
the ice caps are melting or whatever and more and more water is uh, is growing it's going farther and farther inland or whatever there's like a whole new ecosystem of life and stuff that is being developed because we're losing all this uh ice and creating more water and stuff like that that it has in fact created its own ocean it's called the south ocean that's what they're calling it the south ocean so i actually got in uh, a little bit of an argument with some people at work about this because uh we like probably about two and a half three weeks ago we were talking about like uh, the four oceans, you got the Indian, the uh, Arctic, the Pacific, and the Atlantic. And they're like, no, there's five oceans, the Southern Ocean. I'm like, that's not a thing. When they're, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we learned about that in school. And I'm like, I never oh, learned shit. about that in school. Yeah, they're like saying they they learned about this in like elementary and middle school. And I was like, I looked it up and like I was saying that they started talking about it like in, I think, 2015. And I was like, still, that doesn't add up. And it, it just kind of like threw me off like. Has this been a thing where they were like, hey, this is an ocean, it's not an ocean, this is an ocean, it's not an ocean? Kind of like they were doing with the whole Pluto thing, saying it was a planet or not for so long. So I I think what happened, because it's not the first time that I've heard of the Southern Ocean. Um, I I have heard of, like, theories about it. When I was a kid, it used to be, like, this, this, like, mythical type thing. And then it kind of grew a little bit more into, like, reality once the ice caps have started melting. What happened, though, was National Geographic, who's, like, it's fucking science it's Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's national geographic we all know what that is (laughs) i think they had finally just came out and determined that there was at this point enough evidence and to say that we have created a completely new ecosystem uh um, aquatic ecosystem down in the antarctic uh waters and stuff like that to label this a new fifth ocean so yeah there's five oceans now it's kind of insane well i mean technically not because i if you want to take national geographic's word for it because some other science journal might say that it's not there's not five oceans so i mean but that's science there's always conflict yeah it's always going to be conflicting things i'm curious in terms of like all school do all schools teach it did just some schools teach it because i feel like it has to hit like a quota of a certain number of schools to be like this is how many oceans well that would be our country's school system that would come up with some predetermined right knowledge of that but if you said that they're already teaching that in schools and stuff like that, they said they learned it in school i never learned in school we're all around the same age so it's not like oh they started teaching it right after i got in school because not a single book that i ever saw my entire time in school had the Southern Ocean in it. I don't know. These little kids don't know shit, though. <laughs> I swear to God, I was the last... I was Fuck the last, math. I was the last class at Elder that did not have... Uh, that had to use pen and pencil. Yeah, I'm happy pencil. I used pen and pencil. I'm way better with pen and pencil than computer. I'm way better at computer, but I can type fast. So. Right, I'm not good at typing. I'm a hunt and peck kid. I got horrible handwriting, but uh, it, it works. Yeah. <laughs> I have horrible handwriting, too, but it's legible. You can read it. I remember things better if I write them. Rather than typing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to be like that, but over the years, uh, I think college really got me out of that. Now yeah. I'm more, I can uh, hold on to typing a little bit yeah. more. I'm more of a visual learner, though. Um, I always say that. Max gets baffled by it. He's like, this kid doesn't read like at all, but he's like somewhat intelligent. I'm like, I get all my information from video. Like, yeah. I, I don't like reading. I fucking hate you. You'd rather watch yeah. YouTube videos. You'd rather watch a YouTube video all day, dude. I cannot. I, well, I'm a slow reader. And actually that happened, um, I'm going through the process of getting a job at Fidelity right now, and I had to take an assessment, which was like a 45 question, 40 uh, uh, minute, 45 questions, 45 minute test, Mm -hmm. 
and it did shit like word association and just like you know it's fidelity so it's an investment term a lot of math questions and stuff like that right mm-hmm. some of the questions were like a paragraph long that you had to like like a solid like worst. like six seven lines and like i'm such a slow reader that like i literally had to guess for like the last seven eight questions you're just like nope I, yeah i don't yeah, have the time <laughs> i don't have the time i was like it was like there's 30 seconds left at this point i'm just clicking yeah. uh have y'all ever uh heard i of- still i still got a above average score <laughs> hey we'll, we'll take it have y'all ever heard of CompTIA before like uh like uh they do like the network plus security plus all that uh tests and stuff like that uh-uh. so uh i had to take a, a test for them one time for a certification for work and it was exactly like that it was basically like so it started off with a couple of simulations where i didn't have a problem with but it was like it gets to this question and give you a scenario and the scenario is like you know probably you know five six lines long and it's like right. what would you do in this situation and then yeah. on top of that it was like oh no answer's wrong is what's the best answer and oh, i'm the worst i, I never do those. good with those no. yeah well those aren't necessarily if there if there is no answer they're just testing iq at that point they're just seeing how how you relate things to certain things and what I they can that. kind of predict what actions you'll have what type of employee you'll be i lightweight thought that that was the way my assessment was but at the same time the math questions i'm like no there's clearly <laughs> <laughs> there's clearly a right answer here <laughs> you're on question like number 35 and you're like well at least all these are opinion questions yeah. and then it's no like, it was this it is was math. it was the word association ones because there were some that were just like i was like i don't know what this one is so maybe it's just they're trying to figure out a little bit more about me the answer is always c if you're in a guessing game that's always been my go-to on everything Nah, because usually c gets eliminated if you're doing anything that's multiple choice you can usually knock out 50 percent of them just with reasonable logic well right right. but i just guess c if I'm in a rush, if I'm in a rush like you, oh, I'm just, just see. If I'm looking at, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, see what I did when I was on those last seven or eight questions. I kind of just like looked into it and just kind of did some fucking number association in my head and just looked at what Spit the answers were and were like, that looks like it's probably going to be the most one. And of course, you do shit like. Okay, if you're going to go in there, it's going to be more probable that it's going to be a. Uh, uh, the middle a number in the middle so if you have like 200 150 150 as your answers it's likely to conclude that 50 and 200 are going to be the two outliers that might but probably aren't going to be the answer right mm-hmm. so you can always guess with the middle ones that type of shit okay okay yeah so yeah there's logic to my guessing oh yeah not mine usually if i'm guessing i'm just like i don't care it depends on what I'm guessing on. It depends on how tired I am when I'm taking that test. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> For real. That's the one problem with this uh, with this job that I have. It's like a five-month training per- program to get a certification, and like they pay you throughout the, the certification that you're getting, mm-hmm. or the pay you throughout the uh, classes that you're taking right. to get the certification. But if I don't score at least a 72 on it, then I'm out of a job. Well, yeah. So, well, at least you're getting paid. I mean... Don't get me wrong. I definitely don't think that I'm dumb enough to actually fail the certification. Uh, the one thing that does worry me a little bit is, like I said, I'm a really slow reader and I'm bad at testing. So if it is, I'm not bad at testing. I'm bad at time testing. Yeah. Um. So if it is a time test, then that might be something that I have to worry about. So we'll yeah. see. We'll don't see fuck up, pal. Don't want to. <laughs> Hopefully not. My boss. My boss at work keeps like. Hey, you know what? I would wish you good luck, but I don't want you to leave. So, <laughs> my fuck off, like yeah. that type of shit. My girlfriend's mom actually retiring from Fidelity in uh, August. Oh, really? Yeah. Does she like it? Uh, apparently, she does. So, yeah, uh, I got I got recommended to someone who I haven't seen since uh, uh, like eighth grade. 
Um, I don't know if she wants me to say my say her name on the podcast, but uh, she was in our English class that we failed too. <laughs> you probably forget that. No way. Yeah. Was she? Yeah. I tried to she forget that. She was in our that. English class. We failed I, English class. I try to forget that fucking class, dude. Well, <laughs> oh, dude, that's, that, that piece of shit. bitch, Carlos we're not, we're not We've going, said it. Yeah, we've said it on the podcast at least two or three times, so we're not going to get back into it. But I yeah, won't say her name, it. that bitch, Carla. Yeah. <laughs> I already said her name. Yeah. But yeah, no, she she hit me up, and she's like, she's like, I've seen you posting shit about wanting a new job on Facebook and stuff like that. She's like, she's like... I thought about saying something, but I didn't because I thought you hated me. And I was like, no, I really need a new job. Why would you think I hated you? I haven't seen you since eighth grade. And she was like, she's like, I don't know. You used to hang out with these two chicks. Uh, and like, I know that they don't like me. And I was like, I was like, when I thought about it, I was like, these two chicks are people that I should not be taking life advice from. And if I am, then you're right. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to me about it first. For sure. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. So hopefully that works out. It's a hell of a pay raise. And, uh, you know, it also has a lot more opportunity ahead of it. It's more of like a lifetime thing. And that's what I told my boss when I was going to the interviews and stuff. Because these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers have fidelity. I want to say one thing about this entire, this entire interview process. When they messaged me about the first interview that I was going to get, um, they asked me what time I would, uh, would be preferable for me between 8 and 4.30. And my response was... Well, I work from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m., so I the best times for me would be either on the weekend or after 5 p.m. I, I could do the interview and stuff like that. I was like, if I really need to, I could probably take off work early one day. And the next response I got was 4.30 on Tuesday. Yeah, that's and how I was that works. Like, I was like... Uh, okay, so now I'm sitting here in a weird position where, like, if my boss isn't cool with this, then, like... Yeah, you have to make something up. You gotta yeah. get a doctor's appointment. But that's another thing. Lines. Like, luckily my boss is cool about it because this is going to be the fourth time that I have to... Fu- no, third time. Third yeah. time that I have to uh, cut out of work early. Right. And tomorrow I actually, like, got to cut out earlier early. We can't just shove it to 4.30 because they have, like, set times that the managers have to talk because it's, like, the manager's meeting. Right. So, yeah, I have to do... I have to be out there by, like, 2 p.m. tomorrow or something like that. Well, hey, good luck, guy. Hey, well, thanks, man. Thanks, man. Fucking appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, Andre. <laughs> what a positive note to end on. Yeah, what a positive note to end on. Unless you guys got some more shit to talk about. But at this point, it's starting to get a little late, and I'd probably like to wrap it up. So, Andre? Yeah. I'll keep my mouth shut. No, I'm just saying thanks for coming on, dude. Oh. Appreciate yeah, you, my guy. Great shirt, too. Fucking <laughs> SpongeBob yeah, throwing Krabby Patties off of a fucking flaming unicorn with laser beams coming out of its eyes. <laughs> and it must be Pride Month because there's a rainbow behind them. I guarantee you, this is what he saw during his ayahuasca trip. Yes. <laughs> That's the inside of a black hole. <laughs>